Audio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield Dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome along to Football Daft. It is, of course, the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around. I am producer John, and let us welcome the team. First, a man who has his girlfriend saved on his phone as the booby lady. It's <laughs> Chris Toll. You're a prick, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Sammy know that you've got her saved as the booby lady? I don't know. Hope she not. does I mean, now. I hope not. I mean, she's been looking at my phone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff you get on there, you don't want to be shown. Oh, uh, especially that stuff I was sending news the other day. Yeah, definitely don't show <laughs> that. Definitely don't show that. Uh, and we don't have him this week because he's off to the Rangers. He's, he's pulled a Stephen Purd in. He's away to the, the European uh, Europa League semi-final at Ibrox. However, there is a man. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We need to play his voice note. Oh, we've not got a voice note from Grado. Oh, we have got a voice note. We have got a voice note from Grado because this is now tradition that we have to play the voice note from Grado. The sick call. Oh, I can't make it in the day. Oh, I'm feeling very well. <laughs> I've got it here if we want. Let's hear it. Here we go. Here's Grado. So then he gets cut off, uh, and he unfortunately then messages to say he's interviewing a chef. We don't know why. It wasn't Kev. It wasn't Kev the chef either. Uh, but unfortunately, as I say, that's a man you've just heard there, who we need to get the violins out for him. And I feel really, really sorry, and I'm not even laughing and mocking him, because Stephen is with us today and not making the game tonight because he has the mumps. Even, now, how, how ridiculous does it sound? I didn't think... I didn't realise this was the 1967 fucking UEFA Cup <laughs> semi-final. That's true to fucking pick that year. Mate, I swear to God, that, that, that was just... Aye, just, like, just like producer Ryan, I swear to God, I didn't mean to put that in the, te- uh, the group chat this morning. <laughs> uh, I've had a... Right, I'll go back to Sunday night. Right. right go back to Sunday night, so... I'm out with my wife. Got a sore kind of. I genuinely thought it was like my wisdom tooth or something. Like come at something up the back there. Uh, then I wake up Monday. I feel a bit shitty as well, but I'm hungover. Hanged with the Rangers Celtic Daft that night. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't he feeling great? Tuesday comes. Uh, it's things are getting worse. Things are getting worse. I'm buying corset all mouthwash and all that, man. Oh. Hanging this definitely my tooth. I'm hanging, and I'm terrified of the dentist, right? Same, same. So, mate, I, I, we spoke about this a few weeks ago, didn't we? I hate it, mate. I'm really, really fucking hate it. So then I was on another podcast on Tuesday night. Uh, Coach, you were. 
Yes, and I'm <laughs> and I'm talking to this guy. Blah blah blah. We're talking away. Finishes it. Comes downstairs. Has dinner. Watching a wee bit of Liverpool game. I walked out the living room, and Nicholas like, "Holy fuck! Look at your face, man! It was like this is it. Died doing a wee bit of day, but it was really swollen on Tuesday night." And I'm like, "Right, I'm going to just bite the bullet and go to dentist tomorrow, man." She's like, "Maybe it isn't he." So she's like looking at my mouth and all that. But I had a self tape to do yesterday morning, right? Had to do that. Had to phone the doctors at half eight. So I had another podcast that I agreed today yesterday at eleven o'clock, right? Because <laughs> I've been putting this guy off for ages, right? Had to do it. So had my self tape deadline for my self tape was to be for eleven. I had to do the podcast at eleven. Phoned the doctors at half eight. They said, we'll do a video call, consultation call, video call at 9.50. I'm like, there's no point in this video call because you've got to tell me to come down. Literally, the doctor's just on the road. There's a video call, so I'm going to need to see you. So I've just done the self-tape, looking like fucking a hamster, right? There's the self-tape. Jumps to the doctors. I goes down and she goes in and she's looking at me. She's like, yeah, you do look awful mumpsy. And I'm like, mumpsy? <laughs> she's like... He's like, I think you may have the mumps. And I'm like, right, okay. So she checks my mouth, checks my ears, and she goes, yep, you've definitely got gout. And I'm like, what are you talking about gout? <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, sorry, sorry, mumps. You've got mumps. And I'm like, holy fuck, man. Like, so obviously, apparently mumps, right? I thought mumps was gone, but after the pandemic, apparently these are the viruses that we're starting to see a bit more of now off the back of the pandemic. Oh, wow. And I have got the mumps, and it's very contagious. It's very painful. Therefore, I gave my ticket for the game tonight to my father-in-law, oh. and I'm fucking raging. Well, mate, I'm proud of you purely for the fact that in 2004, I remember it, but you'll know why I remember it, 2004, 2005, uh, or was it 2005, 2006, whatever, I got the mumps, right? And it was just after the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. And it was Henrik Larson's farewell, right? And we were playing Sevilla at Parkhead. Hmm. So I wrapped a fucking scarf in my face and still went to Parkhead. Right. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. I know, I, I couldn't miss it. It was, I couldn't miss it. And I'm, I've got to be honest with you, if it, would, if it had happened now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go. But it's, it's a big could, match. See, it's a big match for you tonight. See, what if we could trace the, this mumps outbreak back to Chris in 2005? Well, I, I, can tell you who, I can tell you who gave it to me. I can tell you who gave it to me, so you can blame him. Right, okay. That, that, see, the thing is, see, my mate Bert has got a new wee baby boy. He's only one. Uh, see, if I go to the game tonight, sitting next to Bert, can't do it. If he, I couldn't live with myself. I just couldn't yeah. do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, yeah. So... It's been a fucking, it's been a horrible couple of days and the Waynes are off school today because of the voting thing and all that. My wife's upstairs in the office working and it's it's no nice. It's I shouldn't be feeling this way on the day of a European semi-final. Well, listen, was the self-tape for casualty at least? Because at least you might get the part. <laughs> no, I definitely... Well, they're the elephant, man. They are the elephant, man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh. uh, listen, Stephen, we're, I, I, we're actually, and I'm sure uh, Chris as well, we're absolutely gutted for you because, I mean, oh, it's just just horrible. We just hope that Rangers can get a result for you and do we it. Do, for don't you. Wait, wait a minute, let's not go. Do it for Stephen Gordon. Before we go any further, they get a result tonight for Jimmy Bell. It's been, a, it's been a, another sad section of the week. More sad news. Uh, that was horrendous. And yeah. Jimmy Bell, as long as I know, 
Rangers have known Jimmy Bell to be part of Rangers. I mean, what the, let's talk about Jimmy Bell. What does he mean to the Rangers supporters? I mean, he's been like, like we all have these guys around our club that have just served there for years and years. And there's the thing is about Scottish football. I know Jimmy Bell for a, for a lot of people comes with his uh, baggage, but it's these guys at football clubs, whether it's the tea ladies, whether it's the people in the back room running the folk at the kit shops, all that sort of stuff. These are the life and soul aye. of a football club. Yeah, I think, there's very I think, few people left like that. Aye, it goes this you've no idea how, how big this goes. I mean you see that Ronald De Boer posting on his Instagram, the greatest kit how many great clubs has Ronald De Boer played for? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How many the greatest kit man I've ever known. Uh, really upset about it. You see Tav's press conference yesterday. These guys are very much, this has very much affected them in a big way. And I was lucky enough to meet Jimmy Bell a couple of times and you can just tell he lives and breathes Rangers. He takes so much pride in his job. Very mm-hmm. thorough. And I think it's daft things. I seen Tav's thing yesterday saying like, walking out the door, walking out the dressing room door, smelling salts, putting the captain's armband on, you know that. He says, it's all these wee things. He says, we miss. And it's, like I say there, as much as I've known and supported Rangers my whole life, Jimmy Bell's been there. It's, yeah. it's... He's been a constant, he's been an absolute constant, like, hasn't he? And it's, it's just off the back of Walter Smith as well. And it's just, yeah. it's it's two people that just epitomises everything Rangers is all about. Walter Smith and Jimmy Bell. It's just, it's, it's a, it was horrible news the other day, really horrible. Yeah, I mean, uh, Van Bronckhurst said, you know, they were obviously shocked about the news of Jimmy. Hard day for all of us. Uh, mm. The team talked about him, shared personal stories. Um, and obviously the game tonight, he said it was a really big game already, but we're even more determined now to make Jimmy proud. And obviously there's a minute silence before the, the match tonight as well. Mm. Um, um, talking of the match, Stephen, uh, do we think Roof's going to make it? I mean, we'll, we'll know by the time you hear this podcast, we'll know if he's made it or not. Thank you, Will. I do. I think you so? will. I, I think you will. Put him in, but Stevie, you put him in if he's like I said on Rangers Celtic Daffer night. See if he's like 70 percent fit. Aye, I'd put him in and go. Just leave everyone out there. Just go and leave everyone out there. When you want to come off, come off. Because yeah. what we've got, the new, what you're going with, a seventy percent fit roof up top's going to give you a bit more through the middle and maybe link up play a bit more than what Jory Bo Sakara. Kent, Scott Wright is, so I, if he's at least 78% fit, throw him in and just tell us when you're fucked, mate, and come off. Aye. What about Aaron Ramsey, Stephen? Do no. you not? No. No, 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 no. I think maybe it's a different kind of... <sighs> We're looking all right from middle to front, apart from that man through the middle. I don't think... I think Ramsey, I think I've seen him 50% fit on the pitch at Disney. I don't know, man. I just, I don't think, he's not as much as I need for me. I think mm-hmm. Ruth, that yeah, focal point, somebody that's going to lead the line. They've got their two defenders back that missed the first leg of the night. Uh, by all accounts, their name mugs. I've never really seen them. I don't know, but they might be two very good players. So I think you need somebody with Ruth's skill, his intelligence, of playing up front. But Ramsey, for me, is not so much I need, but Ruth, I. Isn't it amazing that we're sitting here, you know, 
just now ahead of a Europa League semi-final and you're just saying Aaron Ramsey is surplus requirements even even, even if he's fit and obviously it's come out this news that there won't be a permanent move I don't think it's any surprise that there won't be a permanent move for, made for, for Aaron Ramsey chat this week Chris put or Ryan on our, our group chat was is Aaron Ramsey the biggest flop in Scottish football? He's going to be up there hasn't he? See when we were when we were listing the players, but there's been some fucking belters so in there, man. I know. Do you know who we forgot? Do you know who we forgot yesterday? Who did we forget? James McCarthy. By the way, that's a shout. Do you know what we have? I mean, when you look down, we, we I mean, I'll Thomas Gravison. Thomas Gravison, yeah. Uh, Freddie Lundberg, uh, we talked about. Janino, we talked about. It's all these players that have come with. Uh, Joey Barton, of course, as well. Joey Barton. Uh, jo- Jonas Tern, apart from the goal against Celtic. Jonas Tern came with such a huge pedigree for Roma, if I remember right. Aye. Uh, what a player he was, man, but he just didn't. And obviously the great man himself, Shane Duffy, he was... He, he was <laughs> but he, he started he, off all right. Listen, never mind he started off all right. He's, he never had the pedigree that these players had, let's be honest. No, he did. He yeah. did. He's, were, he's were very vocal when he came, though. I, I would have done well under Ange. Yeah. That, fuck, that fucking half that we had in Charles last season. <laughs> Don't talk about fucking Ryan's man like that. I'm talking <laughs> about John Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you, do you know what? I think we'll maybe open it up. Let us know who you're, you're the biggest flop you've seen at your side. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of... I need to tell you, by the way, Ryan stole that right after one of the Celtic Kingies. On a Celtic uh, podcast. So I probably. If if I think it was actually saying, twenty minute Tim's and they're friends of the show, so we were all right. But I um, let us know who the biggest flop was at your club. Eh? We, we can talk about that next week. I've got to put four put the four kind of mixture. Denzel Theobald, three games at the World Cup. He played a full season with Falkirk, didn't get a game. And he played three games at the World Cup after that season. I just think it's one of the greatest names I've ever heard. Denzel Theobald. Yeah. By the way, talking about Falkirk, you need to put Lee Griffiths in there. You need to. Aye. He scored a couple of goals. I did, to be fair, I, I wouldn't be, I mean, he's... John, you can't just one. say these players, they started well. Thomas, Thomas Gravison scored in two, two old films. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, yeah. Is he still there, Griffiths? He's, he's been released. He's been released. And talking of Falkirk, uh, new manager appointed at Falkirk, John McGlynn. Come on. That, are you happy with that? You know what? I'm I'm actually delighted with that. Delighted really? with that appointment. He will Do you think it's just another the the, the merry go round? Do you think so it's just it's another? It's the of Scottish football. It's what we, Stephen. It's what we need. Unimaginable. I suppose Stephen. I. Unimaginable. You know what? We we've, we've had Paul Hartley. Who's we we've taken from a a club who are doing well and a dickhead. Sorry. What's he what's he done since he left Falkirk? Aye, fuck off. Is he? Ray, Ray McKinnon, we've had Lee and Cracks, we've had Paul Sheeran, we've, had Ma- we've tried everything. So for me, going out and getting a guy, and you know, I think when you hear from Hearts supporters how much respect they had for the job that he'd done when he was with Hearts. What's he been doing myself? Oh, he's a Wraith Rovers. He's, he's, he's been, we've gone from Wraith Rovers. Did they just... He left Wraith Rovers. Now, I, I don't know what the situation's been there. You wonder if the Good Willie situation's played a part in them kind of walking away from that. Well, it's been There's money. a question for you, John Jink. He brings Good Willie with him. No, he won't. Yeah, he, he, he won't. He won't. But Goodwill, he's uh, still, I think, I believe, still contracted today. It's a very, I don't know what the situation right. is. Aye, aye, it's, it's, it's muddy waters, let's not talk about it. No, exactly. Aye. But um, aye, John McGlynn is the exact 
manager I'd have liked to brought in. But, you know, it's going to be... I, su- I, I suppose you've, you're making a good case there, John, because yeah. you have what what me and Tom are saying, like the unimaginative thing, he's have kind of been run every avenue here. You've explored every avenue. So maybe getting a steady Eddie man of experience in to do the job. That's, what, a, that's a if good this choice. goes wrong, he's a fuck. Well, I, I, well, <laughs> I mean, it, we've just uh, let go of a whole lot of players as well. So uh, it's a, basically a clean sheet. Pretty Are you just going part time? He's got his work cut no, out from him anyway. No, we're not. We're not. But uh, listen, all the best, John McGlynn uh, there. Uh, Celtic wise, um, Chris uh, Jota looks like he's going to sign. Um, reports in the Portuguese media saying a 7.5 million euro deal is to be done. And obviously, you've got extra money there after uh, Bournemouth uh, and Ryan Christie got promoted there. And also, Christopher Ayer played his 20th game for. Is that right? Bentford at the weekend, so that's an R2 million in the old Is that right? Ah, so the, so the money's coming in. So I guess that's, I mean, it's a, it's a no-brainer for you. Or Like we've talked about in, on several occasions, Chris, if it's one or the other, I don't think you're going to have to have that choice now between Carter Vickers and Jota, because yeah, it looks like you might be able to afford both of them now. No, I don't, um, I don't think that's going to be a I don't think money's going to be a problem for Celtic no. at all. This summer, I think what we need to hope is that the, the board realise that we need to... Um, speculate to accumulate, John. Do you yeah, know what I mean? get some, get some decent Champions players. League like I said quality. before, I give yeah. Ange the money because, like I said, you trust him with it. Ninety percent of the the signings that he's made so far have been run successes. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, trust him with the money. Give him the checkbook. Let him go out and get who he wants to get. And you know, if if it all goes tits up, then you know at least we tried. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, coming to the end of the season, obviously, uh, playoffs all happening at the moment down in the lower leagues. Um, I mean, I think we can all say Dundee, Dundee are down, we're pretty much thinking now, and St. Johnson are in the playoff. So, uh, St. They, Johnson I, are going to be playing a broth, aren't they? Well, Inverness obviously started off well. Um, you know, they, it doesn't look like they beat Thistle. Um, so they're 2-1 two, two down at the moment. Thistle uh, against Inverness, that game's right, right. Montrose up against Airdrie uh, in the League 1 playoff as well. Edinburgh City look as if they're going to go through to the final as well. They beat Dumbarton 4-1. And Annan, it's kind of poised there. Uh, they beat 4-4-1-0. Four, four, so playoff games all happening in the leagues at the moment. We're going to actually catch up with uh, Dunfermline support our radio presenter Stephen Mill later on we're going to talk about the Dunfermline situation because good Dunfermline man good Dunfermline man well you don't get many of them <laughs> uh, but he is actually he's probably my favourite Fifer to be fair apart from Evo Den Beeman who wasn't even a Fifer uh, but we're going to be talking to him uh, about Dunfermline season a bit later on because they've had a bit of a turbulent season as well um, but as ever, let's talk about the daft. And before we talk about the daft, Chris, this has come in from last week. We were talking about crisp sandwiches and the best crisp sandwiches. Remember this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Yes. Bungholio on Twitter has got in touch saying that if you Bungholio. want the best crisp sandwich combo, this is what you need to do, right? Thick white bread, mm-hmm. lord pack, mm-hmm. get yourself some scampy fries, crush oh. them up a bit, get some fish fingers and wow. some Mary Rose sauce. Fire the sauce on, then the scampy fries, then See, the See, that's fries. not a crisp sandwich. That's a that's fish a finger sandwich. That's a shite hole. I, 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 and also, it's a shite hole. I, I, uh, I, I like Stevie, that. I heard that that's what you had, and you ended up with a mumps cause it. Maybe all that fucking salmon I've been eating. <laughs> but it might be, it might be. Hey, Stephen, have you got a preference in crisp sandwiches since you were here last week? Eh... Uh, 
I think, right, when I was a young boy, I used to love a packet of cheese and onion discos on a roll. With butter? Bye. Do you, know my, do you know my second go-to one, John? Used to have it at school, it's TV saying, butter drool, back at Spicy Bikers. Oh, oh, you love a Spicy un, Biker, un, don't Undeniable, you? undeniable, right. a classic. Right. I mean, Spicy Bikers, I, I'd never been a fan of the Christmas. Do you know why? And this is, I think this is just me being a bit weird. There's like that consistency of going from the soft bread into the crisp and then out the soft bread. I just don't like that consistency. I, I, quite can understand, I can understand. I can understand. Mm, no, from but I think it's it made a Grace thing. No, I don't. I think Chris, Chris no. Sandwich. Oh, because Subway do them now. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. So, I think sorry. I think it's pretty much uh, all over the UK. But I'm going to say we claimed it though. I'm going to say it's yours, but hundred percent. But I think people right. have been ashamed of it. It's <laughs> <laughs> well been a council snack, isn't it? Aye, it's aye. aye. The folk would be like, a piece and crisps? Oh, you fucking trampy. You <laughs> tramp. I mean, but folk are embracing their inner tramp nowadays. It's oh, back in the day, man, when you didn't have Sky, and you only had channels one to four, and then five came out, they were still just eating your rolling crisps and all that. You're rolling, <laughs> eating, your, eating your rolling crisps, wanking to the Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> right, at the, right at the good bit, David Duchovny comes and you're like, fuck off. Get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> what a picture um, Right, daft this week boys Do you want to hear about the woman who dressed as a dinosaur To avoid uh, our neighbours um, Would you like to hear about The four year old boy who took A joyride Or would you like to hear about the fisherman Who narrowly avoided death after a crocodile Clamped its jaws around his head Oh I kind of want to hear about the wee guy that stole the motor. The joyride. Aye. Right, okay, we'll go with the joyride then. Uh, four-year-old boy has been likened to F1 star Max Verstappen after taking <laughs> his mother's car for a drive in the Netherlands. Police in Utrecht said the child crashed into two parked cars and was found alone by a bystander walking around in his pyjamas and bare feet. The child had taken his mother's Kia car keys to go for a drive in inverted commas. After he woke up on Saturday when his father went to work um, on Instagram, the police said they had discovered the new Vax for stopping, but luckily no one was hurt into an incident. Good. Police contacted the boy's mother while he, uh, he spoke to her on the phone. The boy gestured steering wheel, which led the police to think he may have been driving. Taken to the scene, the child was after he knew how a car worked. We said he opened the car with the keys, put the key in the ignition, and went to the clutch with his left foot and stepped on the gas. So no this way. wee boys woke up. His mum and dad had probably been having a lie in. He's went, oh, the car keys are there. Went into the car and started it and just <laughs> ra- ra- rallied around the Utrecht. That wee guy's gone places. Absolutely. The minute you said it was in the Netherlands, I thought the wee guys thought he's flying an airplane, and he's been that stoned out his box. (laughs) (laughs) I just finished that Formula One documentary, Drive to Survive, man, and see if he ends up in like Max Verstappen. He's doing all right. Absolutely. um, What's the most trouble you got into when you were away? Oh, oh, I thought I can't divulge that information. (laughs) My wee cousin wrote half a brand spank new Jaguar by doing the exact same thing. Shut up. He never, he didn't drive it, he, he let the handbrake off on a hill, and it went oh. down the hill and dro- right into a wall. Not half a Jaguar, aye. So that was, that was fun. But uh, no, I can't, nothing, nothing like that at all. Nothing no. really that bad. The only thing automobile related I remember, right, when my mum and dad spot when I was younger, right, and my mum got away, my, my now stepdad, uh, I went, my mum and 
stepdad went out a wee date somewhere, right? Don't know where they were way out. So I was living, I was having a wee overnight with my stepdad, my granny and granda, my stepdad's man dad, right? Who became my granny and granda, blah, blah, blah. They had this dog, right? You won't be surprised till Fibrickton, the, the dog was called Ranger, right, Tom? So <laughs> Alsatian called Ranger, right? Who I fucking loved, but Ranger was fucking wild, right? So I can't remember where we were going, but it was some drive, and I was very shy. But I didn't really talk a lot to them. I was very, I was a wee shy boy, right? So it's me and Ranger in the back, my gran and granda, John and Helen in the front, right? John's driving. We're in the middle of nowhere, out in the fucking wilderness, right? John's forgot to put the windy up in the back seat. Ranger's hanging out the windy, right? So I'm sitting there watching Ranger. Ranger sees a wee rabbit or something. Don't know what he sees. Flies out the fucking motor while they're driving. <gasps> stupid, stupid ass here is still that shy. I'm scared to say something until like fucking off a melt in the road. <laughs> 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 Melts in the road and old John's turned around and he's like, ah, Where's the fucking dog? <laughs> and I'm like, ah, he jumped out the window about half a mile down the road. <laughs> we get back, we get back and get Ranger, man. Fucking cut to the next day, we're having a wee family dinner in the house. Ranger's jumping about with fucking bandages on his legs and all. <laughs> oh, Ranger. Know, wow, wow. Thank, wow, thank wow. God he's got him, man. He could have been the whole Ranger. Um, brilliant uh, well let us, if you want to get in touch with any trouble you got in as a youngster please let us know on the Twitter at oh we're going to get some pod. good ones oh, please get in touch uh, the big trouble that you got in did you get into more trouble than joyriding a car uh, when you were four uh, please get in touch with us with that um, on the big question this week guys the people have been in touch with the most underrated players that played for their team we'll get into that oh. a bit later on the player profile uh, playoff is on the way to win pies Gredo um, is not here but we do have three riddles which he has sent me so we'll get that teammates uh, it's a guy who got in a bit of bother this week with his own supporters uh, after having a go at them former Rangers Aberdeen County and current Thistle player Richard Foster oh Guys, we have spoke about Harry's plenty of times on this show. They are going to revamp your whole shaving routine from coarse shaves and flake-free hair all the way to clear and healthy skin. Harry's are going to make you feel good. Now, we all got our trial set sent through. We've all been using the Harry. I mean, I've, I've got a bit of growth around here, but I like trimming my kind of neck area. And I tell you what, Harry's has been a brilliant shaver. I enjoy doing it with that. Brilliant sort of sh- shave gel you get with it. Really enjoying it. And the reason I really enjoy it is because of that smell it's that because has. it's free. And it's free. And it's absolutely free. So it me and Chris got... beautiful. It does. Now, we got a trial pack through the other day. However, Stephen has recently moved house. Um, so... Harry's kindly sent us the trial pack, but they sent it, we think, to Stephen's old house. Now, Stephen's went and chapped the door, but they're saying they haven't seen the Harry's trial set. Mm. So they are I like, very, I like my story. They're mm. very, very nice couple, right? Uh, and we're very... Have you looked queenly shaven, Stephen? What's that? Very, well, this is what I'm going to get to. They're a very nice couple and they're very... <laughs> Not hearing either of them. <laughs> 
very lovely and they were well, very happy that they put the bid in that they put in and bought her house right but the man was telling me it's not being delivered but he told me from upstairs and then they come to the door it was only his missus that came to the door that was so that, that he didn't smell the beautiful facial scrub and all that stuff that's, what I'm that's saying, exactly that's it aye aye so they're adamant it hadn't been delivered so right. I don't What's- know well, listen, you can get it delivered. And in the trial set, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get the one five-blade cartridge crafted by their artisan German factory. You're going to get that mm-hmm. foam and shave gel, which is excellent. Really good lubrication on that. Travel blade cover for when you're out and about. You're going to get a free shower gel with that as well. That's something that Harry's are doing now because that, that smell in the shaving gel is fantastic. They're getting it in a shower gel now. I need to tell you something. There's a lot, yeah. of, a lot of companies in the past who we have has sponsored this. And yes. I've just went along with what you've said. I'm not going to lie. I've just went along with what you said, right? But see, Harry's, their products are tremendous. They really are. So much so that I put out a fucking Instagram. Well, yeah, there you go. See, Listen, approved by Chris Toll. Um, not so much uh, approved by Stephen Pudden. Uh, Stephen Pudden's neighbour approves this as well. Uh, I was going to say approved by Chris Toll. And Stephen Pudden, we've all got fucking beards. I <laughs> <laughs> but Stephen, you should see my arse. <laughs> do not use Harry's on your arse listen get involved now we're going to get that trial pack sorted out with you we're going to get the shower gel thrown there and all you have to do is pay for the cost of delivery it's only going to cost you 395 so if you fancy getting hooked up with Harry's hit them up harrys.com forward slash daft harrys.com forward slash daft you're going to get your set delivered you're going to start your shave plan and you'll get that all sorted out for just the cost of the delivery 395 so harrys.com forward slash daft now and be like steven's neighbor <laughs> now it's time for football daft focus as we talk about the big talking points of scottish football and on top of not having electricity being forced to marry their cousins Dunfermline are really having a bad time of it at the moment because the football team aren't doing so well and they've found themselves embroiled in a relegation playoff. And on to reflect on the season and the future of the club from the drive time across Scotland. You'll hear him in many stations. He's on the big Saturday football show. It's Dunfermline diehard and award-winning radio presenter Stephen Mill. How are you, Stephen? Yeah, I'm all right. Thanks for that intro, you Falkirk prick. Um, <laughs> um, Listen, Stephen, yeah. I've got I've got an issue with that as well, John. You said, they're, you said they're forced to marry their cousins. I can see people I mean, who are really just loving marrying their cousins. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> it's a, it's the only time this season. I've saw John being a bit smug when it comes to getting somebody banter. Listen, I can't be fucking smug. Let's face it. You were doing a good job out there. Like, <laughs> I, they made it up cousins on the relegation battle. Welcome, Stephen Mill. <laughs> that has finished sixth in League One. <laughs> uh, you know, it's at least another season before we do that um, because I, I, <laughs> I'm not entirely confident we're getting through these playoffs at all. Are you really? I mean, obviously, we're recording this on a Thursday, 0-0 against Queen's Park over in yeah, yeah. Fur Hill last night. We were talking earlier on, Stephen, you're confident to get past Queen's Park, but not so confident about the final. Yeah, obviously. I actually said before the game last night, I would have been happy with a 0-0 draw because I know the pitch is a nightmare at Fur Hill because there's about 15 different teams playing on it as well. So I don't think the ball, the ball needed a couple of paracetamol at half time, according to all <laughs> uh, reports last night. So I'm actually quite glad to get out of it 0-0. 
Um, and I, I read earlier on the Queen's Park Up draw specialist have drawn, they drew half of their matches this season in League yeah, One. Aye. Um, so like I mean I guess that was always going to be the result last night but I'm fairly confident we can get past them at East End it's the next leg that I'm worried about because Airdrie have obviously been on really good form I know they lost to Montrose the other night um, but again Montrose are a pretty decent side as well yeah. managed by yeah. Stuart Petrie who's a former Dunfermline legend so and then Airdrie you know between us and Airdrie and Falkirk we've all had massive games going back over the years um, various sort of avoiding relegations and going yeah. for promotions so mm-hmm. it, it, our history with Airdrie isn't great either so um, yeah I'm, I'm more concerned about that but I think we should have just enough to get past Queen's Park so I mean Agent Yogi's almost done his job at Dunfermline you know um, but where, where's it all went wrong like obviously you've changed manager halfway through the season Stephen yeah. what is, has it been the team has it been the management has it just been a combination of things this season well, we didn't win any of our first 11 games, which is a, a fairly poor... 11 games? Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, and that's why, obviously, Peter Grant got sacked. There was a couple of occasions where he was nearly away and then we got like a last-minute equaliser or something like that and it kept him on for another couple of weeks. Uh, I think if we would have got shot at Peter Grant maybe a little bit earlier, it might have made a, a bit of a difference. But even, even then... When John Hughes came in, you know, I was like, right, fine. You know, he wouldn't have been my first choice. But, you know, hearing the process about why they appointed John Hughes and other people who they might have approached as well, you know, I probably think on balance, he was probably the best choice available at the time. Uh, now, mm-hmm. obviously, it's not totally worked out. I knew, I know they had big problems trying to get uh, particularly a striker in, in January. Um, so obviously, you know, who wants to join a team who's bottom of the championship in January? So, um, he would have gave his itin, <laughs> I'd have taken him, I would have 100% taken him. I would have drove him down, <laughs> it can't be any worse than what we've got. Believe um, me, Stephen, believe me. <laughs> well, I'm willing to take the risk, but I, I just think, um. Yeah, our, our squad looks awfully unbalanced. It's just oh, it's just been a disaster of a season. And yeah, John Hughes has to take part of the blame. He's been here since December, so he has had a transfer window to try and get a few bodies in. I know it was difficult, but it's sometimes, like you know, even the other night, we're starting 4-5-1 away at Queen's Park with one up front, and I'm just like, nah, like we should, we should be better than this. Yeah. But I think that probably goes to show that how much confidence he's got in the players because, you know, I just don't think he does. And to be fair to him, there's absolutely nothing that they've shown to give them any confidence because we've just been honking the entire year, really. I mean, I tipped on Fairman, actually. I mean, I remember on this podcast, I said at the start of the season, it pains me to say it. It pains me to say it, but I actually had Dunfermline down as potentially going up this season. because You know what that was, though? It was because we were so good in the League Cup. And every single year since it's been this group stage format, Dunfermline have got through to the last 16. We're getting to the last 16 experts in the League Cup. And then when the league season starts, we're absolutely atrocious. Um, you know, even under Stevie Crawford, we had a terrible start to last season. Um, so I, I, I don't know. Like, I just think that we just need to get through these playoffs. And the only thing that's given me a wee bit of confidence is the fact that Morton quite comfortably got through the playoffs last season and Morton were shocking last year Mm, and they managed to get past uh, I think it was Airdrie and Montrose again so I I think we should just about have enough just about but I mean again it wouldn't surprise me if we if we went out and blew it on Sunday 
I think he's. I, I do. I think he's will get through it. He's. I've got to. It's too. The, the teams you've got there. It's not. You, you should be able to take care of him. Do, I mean, the, the thing is, I, I I agree, Queen's Park, I think he's, you you go past Queen's Park, Stephen, but the problem is, like, go back to Airdrie and Montrose, I mean, obviously I've watched a lot of League One this season, um, yeah. and, and they're good, Montrose especially, and Airdrie, I mean, they, I was really impressed by Airdrie with, with what they did. Ian Murray's Ian Murray still there? Yeah, Ian Murray's still Aye. there. Airdrie um, really, really have been excellent this season. The only yeah. reason I know is because it's one of the teams that I picked regularly in my coop, and they very rarely let me down. Aye. 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 Uh, I mean, I think I think their loss to Montrose was their first loss in something like fourteen matches. Yeah. So, like, they've obviously been on a decent run, but I maybe uh, take it back, Stephen. I think he's a maybe fucked, mate. I'm, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're coming right in my way. Thank you. <laughs> Trust me, it's just been a disaster. But I mean, I think I think regardless of whether we stay up or not, I think John Hughes's time at East End Park is probably going to come to an end. Really, uh, in the next couple of weeks, I would imagine so. Because the once the know, job's done, he's got you relegated, Stephen. <laughs> you can come back. I mean, then it gets your Falkirk job right off the back. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, that's what we're on. That's what we're on. Oh, we've got we've got McGlynn, Super John McGlynn. Uh, we'll now, talk yeah. about that later. We'll talk about that, John. Aye, we'll talk exactly. about that. I must have been confirmed when I was in my kit today. Last night, mate. Last night, um, Stephen. Uh, so hopeful we're staying up. Fingers crossed. Well, I mean, I'd I'd love it if done. In fact, I wouldn't. It's kind of. I'm in two minds, right? It'd be great to have you down in the league because would it give us something, a decent game to watch at least four times a season? I wouldn't go uh, that far. But, well, <laughs> but on the other hand, it is just if Dunfermline come down, that league next year could be a fucking nightmare to get out of. An absolute... I know, you, you're yeah, saying you... that as if it's been easy for you. Well, exactly. <laughs> John, I know, man, he's a fucking Bermuda Triangle, man. He's kind of in him, man, anyway. You know, but the thing is, it's, there's going to be so many teams wanting to go back up. You know, you've got Queen of the South coming down, who've just appointed Willie Gibson. Seems to have improved them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, beat us on the final day of the season, even though it turned out there was nothing at stake. Uh, you know, you've got Kelly Hearts coming into the league, who'll have a decent budget. You have yeah. Falkirk in the league, who've just appointed John McGlynn, who'll have Queen, a decent budget. You have... Two, uh, you have three of Dunfermline, Airdrie, Queen's Park and Montrose. Montrose. So they've been there, done it. So I think that, uh, yeah, for, for on this occasion, uh, oddly, John, you are correct. Uh, it's going to be an absolute <laughs> shite there of a league next season, which is why I'm very, very keen to avoid it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, Stephen, I know you've got to rush off and do the Drive Time show right across Scotland. You can hear him every day. And yeah, if you listen to anywhere in Scotland, you can hear Stephen. Exactly. And the big Saturday football show every Saturday afternoon. I work, I work with some prick on that show called you and Cameron, though. So. Never heard him, mate. Oh, no. Never heard him. Uh, You'll never on the Drive Time night anyway. He's away to Ibrox, if I know. Cheers, thanks very much, lads. Cheers, Stephen. Thanks, Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. See you later, mate. Bye. Bye-bye. Football Daft's Big Question. Everyone remembers the big players at their team, the Larsons, the Loudrops, the Sozies, the Scatchel, the Jessies, the Latapies. Um, every club has their legends, but what about those players that fly under radar? You know, those 7 out of 10 fullbacks, that goalie who never missed a game. What about those players? So this week, we wanted to put them in the spotlight and ask you... Who is your club's most underrated player? Chris. We signed this wee Swedish guy for Feyenoord. And, <laughs> nah, <laughs> um, my, for me, going back, because obviously there's been lots and lots of underrated players, but 
I always, I always think I did. Yeah, Gat doesn't get the credit that he deserved. Wow, really? Yeah, Gat. Right, and um, Andreas Hinkle, who German right back that we had for a while. He was. A, He's in the Leipzig co- coaching staff, isn't he? Yes. Because my mate bumped into him in the park today. He was walking past. He was what he was like. <laughs> he reckoned that he saw these boys out for a walk in Kelvin Grove, and he said they were wearing like kind of tracksuits. He thought. I recognise one of them, and he went and stopped him. And went, Are you Andreas Hinkle? And he went, Aye, hi. <laughs> and then he's a Celtic supporter as well. Get it up them tonight, that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was a great player, and he wasn't there long enough. I don't know what the situation was, whether he, he never settled in Scotland or whatever, but he was a great player for us. He really was a great yeah. player. Like you said there, John, seven and eight every week. I, I mean, the Rangers, I mean, the one that stands out it was like that with Rangers in a very similar vein was Sasa Papic, who I don't oh, think ever... John! My favourite Rangers. Oh, was that? Sorry, was that about you stole your answer? Oh, sorry, Stephen. Sorry. Is that who oh, you're going to say? Sorry. That sums up my fucking week, man. <laughs> He's got the mumps of stolen Sasa Papic from him. Was that, was like, that I, yours, I? He was. He was. Yeah, I've got two. He was, he was one, because he yeah. was, yo... He was the only surviving member of the fucking ill-fated Le Guin era. Do you know what I mean? Because Paul Le Guin signed Sasa Papach. Uh, yep. Uh, aye, seven out of ten. Seven, eight out of ten every single week. What a fucking just calm, composed, efficient fullback, man. He was bright. He came initially as a centre half and he got moved to left back and he just he just made it his own man. Left back and he was just he was there for Obviously, he was there to run to Manchester and all that, 2008. He was fucking great. But another one who isn't so much underrated now, but was at the time and amongst all the blockbuster signings that Dick Advocat made, was Two Guy. Two Guy was what a fucking player, honestly. He was, I don't think Rangers really, he went to Blackburn after us, I think. Two Guy, I think, soon as signed He's an absolute legend down there. Aye, aye. You know what? He was unfashionable, wasn't he? Like you said, there there was a lot of big superstar names we advocate he wasn't quite as fashionable as players like uh, Newman or Aye. Uh, oh, fuck or you. it's obviously we had obviously in the middle we had Van Bronckhorst you had Albert you had Barry Ferguson you had all the kind of players and then two guy was this guy get called upon now and again but oh my god what a player man what a player yeah. just such just like a right cultured fucking football player man he just he was so good man Aye. Mm. Anybody in the current squads uh, for Rangers and Celtic that you think is underrated? Near Beaton. Uh, Near Beaton, really? Aye. He gets a bit of stick these days, Chris, does he know? Aye, but do you know what? He's he's a pain in the arse for the other team. Mm. He's a he's a great player at breaking up the play. He's Like I said, John, he's underrated because people maybe don't notice what he does. You know what I mean? He's... He's not a standout player. He's never going to be the sort of player that folk go, oh, oh my God, he was amazing today. But he's underrated for what he does. He's I, I used to not pay attention to him, but since I've started paying attention to how he plays, he's an important player for Celtic. He doesn't get as much game time as maybe some of the other players, but he's always the one that gets brought on when we're up against it. And yeah. he always he always seems to do really well. So yeah, when they saying that last season when he came fucking off the bench and get sent off and all for him to win, he nearly done it. He nearly done it this season. I all. know, I know. <laughs> I, I think Lundstrom falls out of that category now. Underrated, I think he's becoming. But I think people are just becoming a coming out of the way. Gone. This boy's a player. I saw people shouting him for him to be the Rangers captain. Aye, you, 
I saw Camden a wee bit, no, I mean, but it's why everyone's it's like, like Tog says, I think you want to see the fucking, all the fucking guy on the ball, the skills, the blood and thunder. Sometimes these guys like Tog saying about Beaton and Lundstrom, they do a job which is what Tog said a minute ago, very unfashionable at times, but they do it very efficiently. And when you take that cog out the machine, that's when you notice, oh, fuck, he used to do that. Do you know what I mean? These players, they're very like they're unsung heroes almost, but Lundstrom's coming right to the fore now with that. Do you know what I mean? I think underrated wise, I know Calvin Bassey falls under that man. Do you know what I mean? He's fucking. I, he's I don't know about that. I think I think Bassey gets a lot of credit now. And uh, I that's what I mean. No, but I'm saying like at the time it was kind of when he did fill in for Barisic at the time when we signed him, he had a bad night against St. Mirren in the League Cup last season when we get put out, and you never seen him for about fucking three months after that. But as well, you, I, <laughs> Well, I, I, no, just because you mentioned Barisic and it reminded me, I seen somebody tweeting that their old man calls Barisic backstick Barisic. Oh, for fuck's sake, man. <laughs> backstick Barisic, man. <laughs> um, a lot of responses this week from the listeners, kicking off with Gary. Uh, probably, I think he's probably before your time, uh, Stephen, but Stuart Monroe, a Stuart Monroe, early in the row. Here's the Old T-man haircut. Yeah, nah, he, he, played that, Falker. he played for Falkirk at the end of his career as well. Actually, I've, got, I've got a Stuart Monroe no action figure here, hold on. So yeah, so yeah, I've got a wee Stuart Monroe no Funko Pop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll I, let you take the next one. Because right, okay, it's no. obviously a Celtic man. Stuart Monroe, no, right. Uh, I would say, oh, John's come in. He said that. This is a good shout, actually. Uh, I would say Keyson Young. Always uh, thought he was not given enough credit at Celtic. Not only scored and assisted, but was vital picking out the right pass and good composure on the I ball. I think he was that, a good player. He was a good player, a really good player. Did well at Swansea as well, didn't he? Aye, no, I was a strange yeah. one. He went, was, was it, he went straight to Swansea from Celtic, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, Sean has got in touch. Uh, what was talking about? Lundstrom at the start of this season. Neil Alexander never got the credit he deserved. I think that is a shout as well. I think Neil was a very Able deputy for McGregor, especially yeah, he was obviously you right on the you, run to 2008. Yeah. Aye, that was that was more than that, isn't he? Uh, Matty agrees with Chris Andreas Hinkle, he's put down Joe Ledley and and Berim Kayal. Berim Kayal, um, Kayal was a great player until fucking young man McCulloch got a hold of him. That was <laughs> it, that was it. He, he finished him, he, he finished him with one tackle. He was never the same player after that. Yeah. Either he was, um, it's like, it was like Stephen, if he got a hold of a certain podcast presenter. Anyway, <laughs> so, <laughs> Jordan says, in fact, you might take this one, Stevie, you've you've mentioned this guy already. Uh, Jordan says, I'd probably have to say, two guy, what a player. Right? Definitely, man, I think became absolute, just, just oozed class, oozed class. I'll, I'll take the next one then, because it's a Falkirk one. Stephen, as much as it pains me to say, but Darren Dodds for Falkirk couldn't run, but fuck me, led that team to the Harry Ramsden's Iron Brew Fish and Chip Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most Scottish football tournament ever, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it the old, the old, uh, the old Harry Ramsden's Cup? That we, I've got, who knows what's the Challenge Cup or whatever it's called now. Petrofat Cup for you, Stephen. I off. Don't talk the, to me the that, petrol tank, The petrol tank. Oh cup, my god! Fucking third time I trying. I think we won that. <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> man. At least you got in the trophy cabinet now, eh? <laughs> Andrew says Daniel Candias always thought he should have got longer. Decent player. Sometimes bit of a tryhard, in my opinion. 
And Andrew, it's not a case that it should have got longer. The guy wanted to leave. When a player wants is to that, leave. Is that what it was with him? Because aye, that, he his, his move came pretty rapid. And, and out the blue as well, because he, he always played well against us, can they? Uh, still gives me a wee touch of PTSD. Right. He still reminds me. I know he played a wee bit under Gerard in Gerard's early time at Rangers, but it's still that wee kind of fallout for times going, oh, <laughs> fucking bringing Edward off the bench when they're fucking 2 1 doing or whatever and winning the game. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, he was a good player and he did, he didn't. He, he didn't do himself any harm when he was at us and he left it all out there on the pitch. But in my opinion, we bit of try hard and if you want to go to that next level, he's why the players want to get ready. But he did want to leave. Well, if you want to go to that next level, Daz has said in recent years at Hearts, I'm no dream. He was an African Cup of Nations winner and he was magic. He got a hard time consistently for fans never, and I never understood why. Currently, William Boyce, brilliant for us, four goals away from Robbo's record of beat of being last player he hit 20 in a season oh. but still, still gets a hard time that's a that's a he's good a good, there. He's, uh, that's, that's a great start for Liam Boyce isn't it uh, not bad, not yeah. bad I think he's a decent player Liam Boyce I, do. I, I think he's decent he's, he's a, do you know what he scores against Celtic all the fucking time mm-hmm. Aye. here's one for you Stephen yeah uh, CB has got in touch simply says him Danny and Sasa Papic We've spoke about Papach. Uh, him, Danny. Honestly, uh, that run again, UEFA Cup final run in Europe. Him, Danny was, oh, he was great, man. He was always not, kind of, he was always kind of used in Europe, wasn't he? I, I'm not getting, I'm not comparing him here, but I'm, but I'm, but he's nowhere near in the same league as this guy. But see, like the way Busquets was for Barcelona. Again, that kind of player just recycles the ball constantly, just keeps it moving. Him, Danny in Europe was like that, but for some reason, domestically, he never gets much of a look in him, and he did sometimes. I don't know if the game, the pace of the game in Scotland was just a bit too much for him sometimes, and he was a bit easily fucking... I think he scored against Celtic, but I don't know if I remember writing a game. But aye, he scored he was, a 40-yard deflected free kick. Aye, aye, that's right. But again, a right good player, man. Why are the players that you go, you can't deny the guy's ability, do you know what I mean? But domestically, just never really got a hold of the game in Scotland, but in Europe, man, it was fucking brilliant. Just reading it, he was actually named uh, Player of the Year uh, as the club, by the club's fans in 2007. Bloody hell. There we go. There we go. There we go. Uh, it was He's no dragon, Madenovic. <laughs> oh, I remember the same time, man, the, the Daily Records headline at the back page, Enter the Dragon. <laughs> He quickly fucking exited, (laughs) (laughs) and finally, I think this is this is the winner right here. Gary says, been in touch, said, very underrated in my opinion. This guy was nothing shy of spectacular for us. With King Kenny or Super Ali, could have become our top goal scorer, especially after half-time team talk. <laughs> two Bovril, two pies, and a bottle of Iron Brew. Any team in the SPFL had to watch Grado. And there's a lovely oh, picture of Grego pulling up his breeks uh, during that, that charity match. I don't think you've ever talked about that, Stephen. Can you uh, talk us through that? I'll, t- I'll talk you through his miss. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, we've heard, was, heard about that. Aye, it was, uh, aye, it was, he didn't have his shooting boots on that day, but again, like, like Candias. I've just seen that photo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put this up on the football daft Twitter aye. so you can see the photo yourself. The, the shots are like in the 
the what do you call it? The what you call it? Discord chat we've got. They were talking about the League One and League Two strips. We had that. They shots were like a kill on Grado, man. Another <laughs> fucking massive. But no, I mean, like Candias, man. Try hard. Try hard. Uh, just never really. Like I'm saying, if you better go to that next level, man. Do you know what I mean? It's kind. It is a player profile playoff with PiSports.com. Neil will bring you the taste of Scottish football to your door by delivering pies, uh, scotch, steak and gravy, macaroni, chilli, sausage and steak. You name a pie, they have got it for you. Check out their range at PiSports.com because you get several different packages up there. Or you give them a call if you don't got the internet. 0141 739 They're going to deliver Pies free of charge to several postcodes across Scotland. Can can I just jump in? I've just realised I know what you're about to say because our contender who's on to play for the Pies today lives in London and his name is Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Gary, do you have any relatives in Scotland we could could deliver the Pies to? (laughs) To be honest with you, I've bought Pies for PieSports.com before and I've had them delivered to me. Right, okay. Oh. Well, there you go. See, you can put in, you can put in a, uh, a like a preferred delivery day. They don't fucking listen to it because uh, I asked them to deliver it on the Friday, and I get a card through the door on the Tuesday or the Wednesday or something. And I thought, what the hell's that? Went down to the post office, got the got the box, the ice <laughs> logo on it, took them home, and it was there with the wee gel pack in it to keep it cool. I still ate all the pies, and it was the I had the donor kebab pies. They were they were absolutely brilliant. No, so no excuses, boys. Like, they can. Right. Okay, well, there is no excuse. I might need to pay some postage and package, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, we'll get them sorted for you if you can beat one of our uh, fantastic presenters here, Gary. Um, you know how the game works. I'm going to read out a player description to you. If you know the answer to the player, you buzz in. Uh, give me the answer. If it's wrong, however, play hands to either Stephen or Chris. Who would you like to play, Gary? To be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm no first. Would you like to go? I mean, you're a Rangers supporter, Gary. Um, you, yeah, that I... out. you can go, you know, you go against Stephen Purden or you make it an old firm and go against Chris. Aye, well, it always seems to be that way that if it's a Rangers fan on, they're against Chris, which means Aye. that 90% of the time it's somebody against Chris. <laughs> <laughs> He's listened to By the way, I've, I've not been doing well recently, Gary. <laughs> no, I know. I've been listening. But, oh, uh, right. You know, so there's, there's, there's always a... Uh, the, the, there's there's always a, uh, a time to, to change when some numpty like me comes on. Well, it just looks like some Irish grandpa. Stephen, <laughs> Stephen's got the mumps as well, mate. So aye, yeah, Stephen's got it. Aye, right, Gary. As a fellow Rangers supporter, you've got to feel a bit of sympathy for poor Mister Purden over there. He's aye, caught right. a Wayne's disease and he can't go to the game tonight. It's a very serious adult disease. If adults oh. get it, John, it's Thank not. You, it's not an adult disease. It's not a Wayne's disease. It's a, it's a disease. disease. It's a it's height a, disease. It's a height. <laughs> it's a height disease. It only targets small people. You know, they're saying like because it can make your boss feel. And they're saying it can make you fucking. I'm putting. Be, I and I'm like that's the silver lining I've got two wings anyway, man. So I'm, <laughs> I'm really hoping for that, man. Mate, I'm, 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 bearing in mind, impotence not 
does impotent means that you can't get a stoner, doesn't it? It's not oh, really. It does they make you that? It makes you infertile. Infertile. Oh, infertile, right. Infer- okay. Rather than impotent, yeah. And you get pills for that now anyway, Chris, so you'd be all right. You'd be fine. But I don't can, tell me more about these big balls. The, the, the Thursday nights would have been fucking scuppered, wouldn't they? <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, why he's not going on, that's why he's not going to the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Gary, right, listen, we're going to put, make it old firm then. We'll go up against Chris. Right, right guys, I don't know if you, I think you, you saw what we were talking about in the group chat. That game in Madrid last oh, night. Oh, phenomenal. Unbelievable. Aye, to be honest with you, though, the game was pish until about the last 10 minutes. It was, Man, I, no, it was just, the last 10 minutes. It was, it was the 90th, for the 90th minute. Aye. When we are Madrid, get their shot and target in the 90th minute. Yeah. Boom. I mean, well, it, it was mental. Oh, Is that the vibe I've gone for, John? I've well, got... the vibe I thought would look at some of famous last-minute goals. Oh. So I'm going to give you the last-minute goals and you just got to give me the player of who scored. Not just in Scotland, worldwide. No, the worldwide. These are, I mean, oh, yeah, they're standout last-minute goals, all right. I'll tell you what, Gary, what a fucking week you've picked to come on the show, mate. This is a hard one. That's, that's, that's a, I, I, I don't think I'd looking down the list of last minute goals. I don't think they're that tough. I think they're, they're all from recent years as well. So hopefully you should get on all right with this, guys. Right, okay. Uh, right, Gary, what's your buzz going to be? Jimmy. Right, okay. Well played, um, Chris. Leipzig. Right, okay. Stephen <laughs> shaking his head in disgust. Right, okay. First point out. Here we go. After coming through a classic quarter-final against Man City, Spurs found themselves 3-0 down against a cult Ajax side with just Leipzig. 45 minutes of the semi-final Leipzig. remaining. Chris? Lucas Moura. It is Lucas Moura. That's one of the best <laughs> ones ever. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Could I remember not believe I was watching off. that night. Oh, it was Lorenti coming off the bench, that flick on, and he aye, made a big difference, aye, didn't he? Aye. Remember that game. Right, okay, next one out, guys. Come on, Gary, we can do this. After finding themselves 1-0 and then 2-1 behind, a stoppage time winner from this midfielder ensued. Steve Clark's side took a step core. Right, McTominay. Oh, my God, it's a whitewash this week. Gee, well done, Chris. I was, I was miles away there. My own's away. I was thinking about bloody Kilmarnock for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know when you're back up the road and we'll get the pie sent out to you, Gary, all right, mate? All right, well, thanks, boys. Well, don't worry, mate. We'll speak to the pa- good people at Spy Sports. I'm sure they'll be able <laughs> to for you, Gary. You'll make it down to the big smoke, man. They'll get it down to the big smoke. All right, I'm, I'm back up Monday. Oh, there you go. There you go. What are you thinking about the game tonight, uh, Gary? I... I... I don't know why, but I feel I feel quite confident, and I and I shouldn't. I know what you said last week, Chris, and I know that everybody's thinking that the Rangers fans have just been overconfident. But I just think with everything that's happened this year, with the sad passing of Jimmy Bell, uh, you know, I just I know that that shouldn't have an impact, but I think it's going to it have. It totally fans, does, mate. It, it totally does. It, it does yeah. have an impact because I remember like the year when Tommy Burns Aye. died, and um, it was. Fucking, it spurred us on for the rest of the season. It really did. So it's understandable why you would think that. Um, but I'm not. I'm and, not sure. I'm not sure that it's going to work out. I mean, yeah, I, I, yeah, I know. I, obviously, I, I, for our Rangers, for our Rangers' point of view, it would be poetic. Yeah. You know what I mean, but I, I just, mm. I've got a feeling that like. Oh, thanks for getting pumped, three now. I, 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 I don't. I, you know, I can understand where, where where he's coming from from that. But uh, you know, the way that we played in the in, in the first leg. 
I just think with the belief behind them, just with Walter going, all right, a lot of these players didn't really know Walter. They knew of them. They didn't. But with Jimmy, Jimmy was so close to, to, to so many of them. And and I think it's the crowd behind them. And, and you know, Chris, you, that's like a 12th man. 100%, and I think, definitely. You know, that they only played Monday and they get beat. So hey, I know that there'll have been a few changes, but no, I don't think there was that many. And but... did you see the statement for the, what's his name in Kunku or whatever? No, what did they say? He, he's told them he wants to leave. Aye, oh, aye. Aye. Is he really? Marvel interesting. But aye. yeah, there was something that was something that Twitter today about Man United wanting him as well. Saying they could get him, but anyway. Well, but, yeah, tight, let's, let's tight, you know. I'm hoping, I'm hoping 2-1, uh, I'm thinking 2-1 uh, after 90 and then we won at 3-1. So we scored one in the injury time. Fuck going to penalties, I couldn't take that. What's the carry? Thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Fingers crossed for Rangers tonight. Uh, and we'll get those Thanks, pies sorted for you. If you want pies, however, head to piesports.com right now. And it is time for Grado's three riddles, but Grado is not here. But he has sent me riddles. It's so ironic. I can just kind of catch up on you, John. This is your chance to catch up on me because I am currently three points ahead of you, Steam. So if you get three, you will draw level with me. Sorry, Tom, what were you saying? It's ironic because you are fucking riddled tonight. I'm riddled, mate. I'm riddled. Aye. For, aye. Riddled, I, I mean, riddled with the mumps. The mumps? How fucking daft does it sound? The mumps. It does. The more we've talked about it through the podcast, the more daft it is. It, it starts to lose all meaning, doesn't it? Aye, aye. It's just like... One of the ones, aye, he's got the mumps off. <laughs> Stephen's off today because he's got the German measles. Comes off spot on the screen. It's, it's Rebella the week later. If I'm leprosy <laughs> in two weeks' time, it's leprosy. Stephen Purton's ears falling off. Um, <laughs> right, but let's get stuck into the riddles this week, guys. Uh, so play along if you're listening to the podcast. See if you can beat the boys to the riddles. Now, um, right, last week's riddles for the listeners was as follows: the government and a rapper goes with it. The government. And a rapper goes with it. What was the answer to that riddle? Tory Andre Flo. Tory, oh. the government, a rapper, and Dre and, uh, goes with it, goes with the flow. The what flow. a That's brilliant a riddle. That was uh, from our man Dale Cadlish, who gave us that one. He's got another one for you uh, later on. But... Here's the thing now, guys. Remember Ali Dixon, our Patreon subscriber, who gets in, yes. goes straight to this point in the podcast every week so he can get the riddle, get the point. Remember last week how he was saying, do you know what? Give the point to someone else. You know, I, I, I you know, I've, I've, someone else should get it because I've got an unfair advantage. Well, Ali's been back and <laughs> touches this. Change my mind. Fuck them all. If they want, they can, <laughs> if they want, they can join the Patreon. So there you go. If you want to get ahead of He's Ali. He's got a point. Exactly. exactly. Right. We're, we're verging on walking into Man City waters here. 
<laughs> so Ali's basically now is he's just getting a point. So there you go. If you want to beat Ali, you need to get on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash football daft. You get early access to the podcast so you can beat Ali. So right, scores are as follows then. Kean Toe is on one, Ali McDonald is on one, Pat the Pallet Prick is on one, Declan Ramage one, Ian Miko one, Jack's on one, John Mitchell two, Ryan the Bar two, producer Ryan's on two, Nicola Purden is on two. Ali Dixon is up to three. Albert's Legend on four. Dean's on eight. Dean, where are you? Um, Stephen is on 21. I'm on 24. Chris is on 39. Absolutely scooshing it. And Grado has sent me three riddles. Okay. I can't cope with this, man. Sky Sports News, they're outside. I books in there. I'm not often. You're just making yourself... Oh, poor Stephen. Pray for Stephen. Right. Listen, let's give you... Get into the riddles. See if we can cheer you up and you can... If you get all three right... Stephen, you just can text me the answers. No, because it's, it's John you're chasing. I, I know, know. I'm at, exactly. I'm <laughs> if he's trying to make me feel better. Right, here we go. Right, are you ready? Yes, go. Here we go. First riddle out is from someone's message, Grado, by the name of Stephen B. 1988. And the riddle is as follows Goliath Master. Goliath Master. God, I cannot fucking remember that name. David Genoa. Worst <laughs> part, right? Obviously. I know. Master. This is, it's not really much of a. I'll be honestly, Stephen uh, B. Nineteen eighty-eight. You've not really made this a. Does not, it's not like another word for a master, right? I'll give you that much, right? Right. So if it's if it's David, then that's the opposite of Goliath. So yeah. master. David Bates. Yes, David Bates. Yes, David Bates. Yes. Oh. Master Bates. Master Bates. Master Bates. Master Bates. Master Bates. He says he's shaking his two fists like this. I'm hanging <laughs> I'm hanging like... Oh, it doesn't matter. Right. Go, 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 go. Right, okay. Right, here we go. This comes from Charles Laird. A wee bird gets you to work. Shoes Robin, come... Robin Van Persie. <laughs> it's Robin Van Persie. Well done, Chris. A wee Could bucket. Go easy on me, mate. I've got the mumps, fuck's sake. Have a bit I know, fucking... I know. Oh, I mean... That was that was quick. That, that was, was very quick. Very quick. That's because John texted me the answers. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, third riddle. All right. This comes from Andrew Blake. The free man has something on his face. The free man has something on his face. This is quite good, actually. Michael Moles. No, but that that's that's very good, Chris. That you've... The free man. Jumping over here. Free man has something on his face. The free man has something Boy. on his face. Virgil van Dijk. No. Ah, damn it. You know, I was getting where I was going with that, John. I. I see that. Yeah. Virgil, because the million dollar man, he eventually got his freedom for the million dollar man. <laughs> And Van Dyke because I need fucking mute yours, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> man has something on this. I actually do see where you're going with that now. It's <laughs> quite funny, actually. <laughs> what do you get on your face? Think of stuff you get on your face. Stubble. Mumps. <laughs> Jimmy Mumps. John, <laughs> Johnny Stubble. <laughs> uh, the free man. 
Now, Freeman is is a is a clue, and it's not again. I would say it's not a like if you think a free man, you would think you know a free man. It's not that Freeman, and that's uh, a clue there. Catalog. No. Nah. <laughs> but yes, sort of not Freeman Martin. Oh, Martin Freeman. Martin. Like Martin Freeman for the office and has something on his face. Martin glasses. Martin specs. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh no, Martin smile. Martin smiley. Martin. Is it? Is Martin the first name, John? Martin is the first name. Man. Right. Okay. Martin. Um. Is something on his face? Martin Duck, Duck, Martin Duck, Martin, not Martin makeup, Martin he's lumps, Martin he's lipstick. Pl- he's played in Scottish football this season. Has he, Martin? Oh, fuck oh, sake. for fucking hell, man! Right, you Martin Boyle, Martin Boyle, hey. Stephen Martin. Well played. So there you have it. Martin Boyle is the answer. And Stephen goes up to 22, only two off me. Chris, you're on 41, so well played. Hey, Stevie. I'm going for 56. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, the riddle for all you guys. Remember, if you want to get to early, you need to sign up to the Patreon, but then you wouldn't have... Yeah, that doesn't work now because you've already downloaded the podcast. So you need to get <laughs> next week's riddle by signing up to Patreon first, right? Patreon.com forward slash Right, this one also comes from Dale, and I really like this one, actually. Italian Mark's hair hasn't aged. Italian Mark's hair hasn't aged. Hit the tune. You've been riddled. ExpressVPN, they are back with us on Football Daft. Now, we were talking, a lot of people don't know this, right? But Netflix is different right across the world, right? It's geolocked, John. Ge- what does geolocked mean, Chris? It means whichever country you're geographically, you're locked mm-hmm. to certain programs right. on Netflix. Yes. See, Chris Toll's got all the technical terms, right? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we're going to unlock that geo by offering you up ExpressVPN, right? Because see when you get sorted out with ExpressVPN, it's a bit like, you know, when Netflix is a bit like, you go to the pie hut, at the football, lots of things in the menu, but you can only choose pies, right? But with this unlocking of the geo, we uh, that might be technical as well. ExpressVPN is going to give you access to all that Netflix has to offer. So you can... Clip on to America, Japan, Australia, and see what they've got to offer. They've got all sorts of different programs on there, and you're going to be able to unlock it by getting yourself sorted out with ExpressVPN, right? It's very simple. Basically, you just go on to Express Login, go into your Netflix, and you just choose where you're going to uh, stream from. So it's as simple as that, right? Unlock your geo. Unlock your geo, exactly, with ExpressVPN. <laughs> Unlock your inner geo. <laughs> now, basically, ExpressVPN, you might... VPNs, you know, they come and go, but ExpressVPN is probably one of the best, if not the best, because they can give you blazing fast speeds, streaming HD with zero buffering. 
compatible with all your devices so you can get it on your phone, your laptop, your media consoles, your smart TV and it basically has servers in 94 different countries. Think of all that Netflix you're going to get torn in about when you get on, on it, right? So get on ExpressVPN, unlock your Netflix, get access to thousands of more shows and all you have to do is hit up this link, expressvpn.com slash daft, right? ExpressVPN dot com slash daft right because if you're going to do user link you're basically going to get three months for free don't you know so stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content and use our link right now get three months free at express vpn e x p r e s s v p n dot com slash daft It is time for the Football Daft moment of the week and last week's results are in. In last place, it was my pick of Rylan Loves Kelty with a lowly 7% of the vote. I can't believe it. Rylan, of course, has been... He, he just basically tweeted today about um, saying, so I am now the face of football. Um, and can I tell you a quick Rylan story before we're talking about Rylan? So we're down at this awards do... Um, well, we just spoke about your awards. No, 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 no. I was down, down, Congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Congratulations, uh, mate. I, I now work on because uh, I work on Bowie at breakfast. We are now officially the third best breakfast show in the UK. We beat Chris Evans yeah. and we beat Zoe Ball. You beat Chris Evans and Zoe Ball. Yeah. Um, so you got you got to leave us now, mate. No, it's all right. I'm still sticking with you. Uh, and Greg James got beat us, but never mind. But um, and Dave Berry. Uh, but aye. So we're there. And uh, quite one one uh, best station in the UK. Um, so that was brilliant work. Uh, so we had a great time down there. So we got called up on stage from one station. You're all we all piled up. Anyway, Ryland was hosting the event. By the way, what a guy! Brilliant, he had some brilliant lines, and he was a great worker. Went to the after show party, right? If you know, get in trouble for that recently in newspapers. Oh, I don't. I, oh, I right, different lines, different lines. <laughs> um, but um, went to the after show party after, and Ryland's banging about a lot of people from the radio industry and all that. So Stephen Mill, who was on the show earlier on, um, decides to take the opportunity. You know, he's absolutely steaming. He thought he charged over to Ryland, right? And he gets his wee selfie him. So he starts chatting about the football. He says, what about the Kelty Hearts? You know, because Ryland was obviously tweeting about the Kelty Hearts. He said, oh, I know, I know. I tell you what, it's all kicking off up there. He says, aye, aye. He says, had your cut out at Kilmarnock, what have you. Then Stephen kind of smartened them up a wee bit. I said, right, listen, see if Celtic won the week, right? What I wouldn't do is tweet your congratulations to Celtic because you're in for a whole lot of trouble on Twitter if you do that. <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Someone's told me already. So I don't know if we're going to expect a congratulatory text or no, tweet no, from Ryland no, if Celtic won the week because he's just got, he opens up a can of worms. We know what would happen. We know what would happen. Stephen Mill has just absolutely saved Ryland Clark. Well, there you go. Exactly. Exactly. So um, that was my Ryland story from this week. But he only got 7% of the vote. So uh, what a shame. God. Cool. Yeah, I've, got, I've got my. I've got my. Um, my moment of the week, John. I've got Good, my right, yeah, I, Chris is, I've been filling time, Chris has been thinking of his moment of the week there, right? In third place this week, uh, listener Ian's nomination, it was Bobby Madden's Instagram, uh, that got 27.6%. Stephen, you missed that last week and you saw the picture of Bobby, someone had uh, photoshopped poor Bobby <laughs> <Aye>. <laughs> on Instagram. Aye, it was so funny, man, just every, every, 
the airport and where he is not one of the Rangers. No, that was brilliant. <laughs> uh, and basically, that means it was between Chris's nomination of, of our bros fuck tweet and uh, Grey Udo's nomination of Charlie Adams dive. It was tight. It was tight. But with 36.7% of the vote, it was Charlie Adams dive that won. So That was horrendous, that dive, wasn't it? Horrendous. Yeah, oh, it, it was awful. It was awful. Right, so that means Chris gets to go. We'll put Chris first since he was in second. <laughs> yes. So, Chris, okay. what is your nomination going to be for this week? Right, my nomination for this week is Rangers making it to the Europa League final. Um, good, brilliant for Scottish football. It's fantastic news for the whole of the country, and I hope that we can all get behind them in the final in Seville. Right now, this is getting recorded on a Thursday. What if they don't win, Chris? I'll need to get another one because I don't want to see Rangers getting fucked out of the semi final. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just put on the description the Rangers result? Yeah, the Rangers result. Right, okay, because then it can go either way, right? Okay, right. That is Chris's nomination, the Rangers <laughs> result. All right, Stephen, what have you got? Uh, Don Carlo. Don Carlo? What's Don Carlo? Oh, fucking Carlo. hell, Madrid again. I think Carlo. he's got Oh, Madrid. Carlo Ancelotti is... Up there with one of the greatest managers that's ever, ever lived. Right, the guy's record's immaculate. And I just love how last night, he done the same against PSG and against Chelsea. And amongst all the drama, they go 3-1 up. He's just storing there with his pockets. So cool. Like Marlon Brando for the Godfather or something. He's just the man. My week's nomination is Don Carlo. Don Carlo Ancelotti. Right, okay. See, 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 you think about it, he started the season as Everton manager, didn't he? I know. Aye. Is, can, there, can, is there anybody that ever has managed a team that's been relegated for the Premier League but won the European Cup? No, that's that definitely going to be a first if that happens. That's yeah. nuts, aye. That's nuts if but, I could happen. That's mental, mate. That's but, a pure uh, heavy stat, isn't it? But, I mean, I, that, by the way, only if Leeds don't fucking get their act nah, mate. Chris, 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 you'll be all right. How good would it be if Everton and Leeds were starting to play each other? I know. I know. I know. Do you think Nels would be jumping at the top of my head? Does, does Car- Car- I mean, Carlo Ancelotti's got to go in there as one of the best managers of all time, surely. Oh, mate, aye, of course. It's a no brainer. He's, he's the first manager, I think, to. Top, top five? Ah, pff, aye. Top three? Of all time? Mm hmm. His name Walter Smith, mate. Come on. Where's Camden? His name Walter Neil. <laughs> right, we won't get started on that. Right, okay, right, so that is your nomination. Don yeah, wait, can, I change, can I have a different one as well? Right, okay, right, right okay. Um, right, my nomination this week is money changes nothing. Man City going to the 90th minute with a two goal advantage over Real Madrid and getting their arses felt off Rodrigo. Two goals quicker than a hiccup. It all comes tumbling down round about fucking money FC. Get it right up, you Yeah, while well, that's happening, man, Carlos is singing Money Don't Make My World Go Round, man. He's singing Desiree, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Right, that's Chris's nomination change to Money Buys You Nothing, right? I'm going to nominate St Mirren's completely on a completely different track now. I am going to nominate St Mirren's Richard Tate. So he was getting interviewed by St Mirren TV after the match there at the weekend. Big result for St Mirren, obviously up at St Johnston. Looks like they've 
basically secured Premiership uh, next season. In fact, I think you can say they've, they've done that now. Uh, and he gets interviewed. And now, clearly, there's been a bet in the St Mirren changing room saying, right, whoever gets pulled up for the interview has got to mention the word hippopotamus because he basically dropped the word hippopotamus. I believe it was in the context of, oh, we're all like hippopotamuses up front or something like that. <laughs> Wait a minute, are hippopotamuses not the most dangerous animal on earth? They certainly are, Chris. They I'll certainly... tell you something, the fucking St. Mum strikers, aren't they? but uh, yeah Richard Tate dropping in uh, Hippopotamus into his post-match reaction after the game against St. Johnson and that is my nomination for this week from the listeners however and this could potentially be a winner I don't know if you've seen this picture doing the rounds on Twitter Um, it comes from Jordan this week who's put this forward the Whitburn defenders wig falling off mid-game oh that was funny so there's basically Chris I put the picture on the show plan there you see I can you, see it there mate if you can see spot whose wigs falling off in that picture which it's is amazing so funny, he's been playing obviously he's maybe went up for a header or whatever and his wigs flown off and he's just been left with a bald napper for the rest of the match why are you wearing, why are you wearing a wig when you're playing football why would you I wear know. a wig when you're playing football exactly exactly so that's going to happen to my hair transplant one year when I'm doing panto <laughs> We need, you know, we need to send him Lee Miller's way, that boy. Ah, Absolutely, so he, can, so he can get that wee hang in front of his face so nobody can see who it is. <laughs> <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen them, Stevie? <laughs> I've oh, seen them, man, mate. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Blast, brilliant, brilliant. So the Whitburn defenders are wig falling off uh, during the game, at, during the week there. Right, so that's your nominations then. We have got Chris's. Money means fuck all. Stevens. Don Carlo. Mine is Hippopotamus. And from Jordan, Whitburn Wig. That's your nominations for the football daft moment of the week. Surely he's got to go for Wigburn. Wigburn, let's go Wigburn. Ah, Wigburn. Wigburn. Uh, so let's go for those. That is your football daft moment of the week. Get voting on them now at our Twitter, Football Daft Pod. Remember, we've talked about it already on the show. If you want to get the riddles first, you need to get on the Football Daft Patreon, right? Football Daft Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Football Daft. Get on there. <laughs> Sorry, football Daft. Patreon. Patreon. Get on there. Get on there. Get on there now. The Discord chat, the group chat, get involved in that. Get involved in it. I enjoy the Discord chat. Discord right. chat is good. I feel more at one with, yes. with the listeners now. Yes, absolutely. Get, get along to the FIFA night and all that. The FIFA oh. night, of course. Right, well, it all depends hopefully on tonight's on the, result. Hopefully on the, the 19th of May. Ho- hopefully. hopefully, maybe rescheduled FIFA night in June sometime. You know well, I mean? exactly. It might be rescheduled depending on the match tonight. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, we'll get the, we're waiting on the result of the, the match tonight, and then you'll find we'll give you details on the foot, uh, FIFA football daft night. Uh, also, you'll get the video version so you can see Stephen's mumps, so you can uh, check it <laughs> check him out this week with his mump face, um, and you can his get that face. all. What, what, what a sell, what a sell for it. Rangers and Celtic. If that doesn't get the fucking Patreon numbers through the roof, I don't know what will. I don't know what will. Patreon.com forward slash football daft. Up there, you'll get all our teammates from our former guests. Remember when we used to speak to people? Um, and up there, you'll get not only 
the likes of John Hartson, Jackie McNamara, Owen Coyle. You'll also see this one as well from uh, Richard Foster as he talks about his teammates from Aberdeen Rangers, Ross County, St. Johnson and Partick Thistle. And he is... Worst Dressed. Worst Dressed, uh, Jackson Irvin. Moniest. Kenny Miller. Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Darren McGregor. Best looking? Darren McGregor. <laughs> no, you're going to say that now. <laughs> Teacher's pet? Hmm. Well, I've played with a few of them. I'm, it's probably me now. The older I'm getting, it's probably me. <laughs> Most skillful? Vladimir Weiss. Worst trainer? Chris Boyd. <laughs> Big Boydie. Who never gets the round in? I don't know, actually. Not too many of them. Always been always been a good bunch. Few mm. folk have said that. I think the old tight fist at footballer hangs out the window nowadays. Ah, yeah, it is. I mean, the, the best person going around right out was David Templin. He doesn't let you pay for anything. Really? We've had Temps on the show. Ah, he's been on the show. He used to stay right across the road for me. Mm. That's how he's been. I knew that. I took him down to be local boozer quite a few times then, Richard, you know what I mean? <laughs> he's, um, <laughs> no, he, he was good, always good in the night. I always, um, always wanted to. Five rounds of drinks. Biggest Bam Up merchant. Carol Laffer. Top shagger. <laughs> See, the, the reason I can't answer it is because they're all married now. It would get him in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, big laughs had his uh, thousand tribulations. Um, <laughs> that's a no, that's a very say, polite way of putting it, Richard. I would say, I would say, I would say, Michael Gardine. We could get him on the show as well, aye. Um, Is he not your mate too? No, he's not my mate. I've, I, I thought you were on holiday with him, Nora. No, that's Big Lee. You'd be going on holiday with him now. <laughs> 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 Best you've played with? Best player would be Stephen Davis, I think. Stephen Davis. Well, Great answer. Davis an answer a few times. Great answer. Played, obviously, when I was at Rangers the first time, Yelovich, Lee McCullough, uh, Kenny was there, uh, Lee Wallace, but Stephen Davis is just... I think he's just a, a wee bit, a wee level above, I think. He's a Rolls Royce, mate. He is. I wanted to all clapped out once. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll move on for that. Right, you can guess what, guess what team he supports, Richard, not me. Guess what team you support as well. Aye, the boys. <laughs> Well, that's it for this week's Football Daft. It's been a three-man team. Remember, you can catch up on all our Football Daft episodes in the archive right now. Uh, obviously, we've talked about the Rangers game tonight. Fingers crossed uh, for a Scottish team making it to Europe, a, get, a fin- European final, which is incredible in this day and age. Right, fingers crossed, Eto. Yes, yes. Let's hope that Rangers do very well this evening. But I mean, it is a, is a pheno- if if Rangers were to make that final, it's a phenomenal achievement because the oh, money. There's no doubt, no doubt yeah. about it, John. Yeah. Be, uh, all joking aside, they've been brilliant in Europe all season. Um, I hope they go out. I'm not going to lie. I hope they go out because Seville holds a special place in my heart, and I don't want you bastards tarnishing it for me. It's absolutely the stars are aligned that we are going to go to Seville and win. 
Oh, that's another lie. It's so fucking. It's so written for us, man. It's Stephen, so written for us. Stephen Bird in there, Leipzig's latest t- season ticket holder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Well, listen. Uh, lots of our football going on Friday night. It's the second leg of the playoff between Inverness Cali and Partick Thistle. The winners Ooh. of that obviously go on to meet our broth. Uh, Thistle are uh, down uh, after getting beat at home by Inverness Cali. Inverness Cali, I think I've got too much. Um, I think Inverness Cali will go take care of them. Yeah, so I think it could be an Inverness Cali R Broth. Which I could be a hard one for a Broth as well. I'll tell yeah. you, see if Cali Thistle will go through. Right? Our Broth. We'll go fucking ballistic. Our Broth will lose to Cali Thistle, right? But if Partick Thistle somehow managed to get through, I think our Broth will beat Partick Thistle. And then on to probably face St. Johnson. Then. And that's. I, the problem is, I think. I think. St. John's have got enough to beat whoever if it, whether it is our broth or whether it is Cali Thistle I've got a funny feeling that St. John's have got enough in the tank to I don't know mate them. I think St. John's have been fucking garbage all year been terrible man terrible it's, I think if I, I think they could again I, I don't want to write off our broth but I think our broth goose is cooked this season yeah do you know what I mean they've they shot the load aye they have they've, mm-hmm. they've, They've, they've not been shite bags, they've all been spunk and they've no spunk aye, left. Aye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Saturday we move on to the Premiership games. Um, Celtic, 12 o'clock kickoff against Hearts. Chris, obviously, you, you can't win the league unless Rangers drop points the next again day, but uh, Celtic against Hearts at Tinkastle, do you see any points getting dropped there? No. Absolutely. Yes. Do you think Stephen do you think Hearts? I think, I think Hearts will drop off three. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got news for you, but John. What's that? It's at Celtic Park, isn't it? No? It's Celtic Park, aye. I thought you said Tynecastle. No, I didn't say Tynecastle. I'm pretty sure you said Tynecastle. Oh, producer Ryan, can you clear this up for us? I've listened back to the every all the listeners just message tweet or message Chris on Instagram and say I didn't say Tynecastle there. But anyway, I think you did. I think you did. Right. Celtic are winning anyway. Celtic are winning. Stephen, you be a referee behind the goal saying, good, it's good. Five times, five ninety, Celtic. Hearts are playing really well. Fucking Celtic will probably win. Right, okay. Hibs Aberdeen. I mean, that's in the bottom six. That's fucking absolute jobby fiction, man. That's a pure... No, no. Oh, fucking horrible. Hope the two of them get fucked. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say a draw there. A draw, okay. I would probably say a draw. Aye. Livingston, St. Johnston, Livingston. I mean, Livingston. Unbelievable. Livingston. Listen to this, right? This is where Scottish football falls flat on its arse. Livingston, who are seventh, have got the same amount of points as the team who are in fourth, but they've got more points than the team that are in fifth and sixth. Now, That's mental. I, I know that it's because they're playing supposed lesser teams, right? Yeah. But is this not the reason why folk just laugh at us? But like, look at remember that last, you know, the before the playoff, you know, that final um, before the split, that was a phenomenal weekend of football. So that is exciting. But yeah, it does look a bit stupid when you see the table at the it moment. It looks very. It's like it looks so amateurish, man. When you do see like now Sky Sports News and the. The leagues they come should, up with the side of the buttons. They, they should, you know what they should maybe do? Oh no, that wouldn't work. I was like, wipe out 
No, I don't know how it would work. Oh, but you, you can't, because then the team that are, are bottom of the league could essentially finish sixth. Aye, aye. Um, that, 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 mate, John, that fucks it up even there. I know, I know, right. <laughs> anyway, forget I said that. Uh, Ross County, Motherwell. Um, Ross County. Motherwell are fucking hopeless. Aye. Um, uh, St Mirren, Dundee. I mean, St Mirren are pretty much safe now. So. I'd probably say Dundee will win that. Yeah, maybe Dundee will win that, mm-hmm. actually. Because um, I haven't been great down in Paisley these days. Um, then we're into the other games going on. We've got the playoff semi. Airdrie versus Montrose. Airdrie up against Montrose at the moment. I can probably see Airdrie coming through that or maybe going to extra mm-hmm. time on that tie. Where it being 1 0. Um, spoke to Stephen earlier on. Dunfermline versus Queen's Park. Dunfermline will take care of them. I think Dunfermline should take care of Queen's Park then. Uh, and then we've got League One, we've got the Barton Edinburgh City. It looks like Edinburgh City are, are heading uh, through on that tie with the score being 4 1 and aggregate to them at the moment. And Forfar versus Annan uh, finally balanced at 1 0 uh, to Annan at the moment. So Annan will finish a job off. Yeah, so we will see what happens then. And then uh, we've got the final the final playoff in uh, for the League Two Bonnie Rig Rose versus Cowden Beath. Uh, Cowden Beath could potentially Ooh. go down. The Blue Brazil. Blue Brazil could be fine. Bonnie Rig are a good side as well. Yeah, they've got, I think they've got a good few players there. I need to tell you, he's just right now. My girlfriend, Sammy, she's got, us, she's got her best pal. He's called Nicky, right? And she didn't realise Cowden Beath was a place. She thought it was a type of meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll just have a fillet of uh, cowed and beef today please pal just a cowed and beef, a cowed and beef fillet <laughs> that's brilliant man then Rangers versus Dundee United uh, Rangers Rangers uh, if Rangers drop points obviously I'll uh, tell you the now I want Rangers to win because if Celtic win and Rangers drop points then it's a fucking damp squib he won in the league it's one of the ones, man. Like but then, use. Chris, it goes to members' midweek fixture, so Celtic potentially could win the league during the mid. No, because if, if Celtic win and then Rangers drop points, Rangers can no longer catch Celtic. That's it over. And, mate, that's like the mad thing last season where you used drop points at Tardice and we became champions on the Sunday. Yep. It could be Dundee United again, fucking involved again this season. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But so. it fucking won't be. And Rangers have dropped points against Dundee United twice this season already. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, and another one to say I want Rangers to win, but I don't want it to be a pure anti climax. Do you know what I mean? I want right. us to win it on the pitch. Right. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens at the weekend, and then they've got the midweek fixtures next week, but it could all be decided. Uh, that is it for football daft for this week. What are we going to call the episode this week? Mumps. I think uh, it's going to be yeah. mumps. Got to yeah. be mumps. Stephen's yeah. mump, Stephen's mump face. The um, goat. <laughs> <laughs> gout. gout that's a horrible name for a time you, you should call it gout but we are lying through it and then next step mumps I, can't, I don't think I'm smart enough to do that in Photoshop nah. I'll give it a shot surely, surely Ryan can do that for aye aye exactly exactly uh, so thank you very much for listening check out the video version and Stephen's mump face uh, patreon.com forward <laughs> slash football daft uh, we will see you on the next one good luck to Rangers we'll see what happens at the weekend and I'm sure all the chat will be happening on football daft next week when we see you I'm an old. Morning, 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 Mor